past Friday, not, not last Friday, but the one before that, a miracle happened. The semester came to an end. And it gave me some time to think, something I rarely ever do, ask my friends. One of the things that I realized after reflecting on all the spiritual direction that I had done throughout the semester with the students and with people around the parish and all the, the interactions and the counseling and whatnot, is that so many of us, myself included, look at God as kind of a, it's hard to describe, like an absent father. As someone who kind of loves us without question, but loves us so far up in the sky that our regular lives are rel- that our regular day to day lives are relatively unimpacted by the profound, deep love that God has for us. It's something that I see a lot in people, myself included. And dare I say, whenever I see this in somebody, whenever I see it in myself, there's usually something wrong. Usually something very serious wrong. Because I believe whenever we separate God's love from our everyday life, as if one is in the sky and one is in the skin, we come up with a whole lot of problems. Because we see God as somebody who doesn't really care about us. As somebody who, yeah, 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 you're, you're good, I made you my image, but look, you just don't really bother me. Or I'm not really that involved. Like I said earlier, an absent father. And what can end up happening is we end up seeing our earthly accomplishments as a direct result to our efforts. We end up seeing our growth in virtue and linking that up with our maturity. Or we can see our deeper understandings, our deeper insights that we might have about things as something strange called evolution. Always forgetting that all of these beautiful things that we have, our earthly accomplishments, our growth in virtue, our deeper understanding of human nature are all direct correlations with God's grace. Every accomplishment that you and I experience, God's grace. Every growth in virtue that you and I miraculously have, God's grace. Every deeper understanding, every insight, every growth in love, God's grace. And I think whenever we see that, whenever we can really truly grapple with that fact that God works not just in the sky, but in the skin, that God himself entered human history. And became one of us. Whenever we can recognize that. I believe so many of our problems of loneliness. Of depression. Of anxiety. Of confusion. Will evaporate before our very eyes. Even if only for a moment. And that's why I'm wearing this pink vestment right now. This is as one of the altar servers said. This is a manly rose vestment. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Manly rose vestment. And what this symbolizes is our joyful awaiting of the coming of Christ. It's called Gaudate Sunday. In a sense, a a Sunday of praise, showing that Advent is halfway over and Christmas is almost here. For us, it's right around the corner. It's on, it's, I mean, it's like eight days away. Truly an exciting thing. And that's exactly what we're celebrating. That's exactly what this first, this second reading by St. Paul is all about. Gaudate, praise. 
Our second reading from St. Paul says this, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in all circumstances, not a few, all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. My friends, how many times do we go about this life with negative, having negative circumstances happen to us? And how many of us sulk and whine and cry and complain and drag everybody down because something bad happened? Because Donald Trump tweeted something, because the House failed to pass something, because this going on and that going on and whatever. And we, get, we drag everybody else down. Can you imagine what God thinks of us whenever we make those complaints, whenever we become sad, whenever we become lonely, whenever we give in to this selfish kind of anger? Can you imagine how much that breaks our father's heart? Think about it. Imagine building a big, beautiful mansion for your son, for your daughter, for your children, and supplying it with all kinds of wonderful things to have, all kinds of wonderful toys, all kinds of wonderful foods, all kinds of wonderful ways for which they can sustain themselves. And yet they're still unsatisfied. They're still upset because the faucet has a drip. Or maybe there's some chip paint up in the corner right there. Or maybe there's a tile loose right here, right there, and this and that and whatever. Can you imagine the father's reaction to some child who would have that kind of reaction? And yet how many times do you and I give in to those temptations? The temptation to look at the tiniest little circumstances, the little tiniest little imperfections and get mad. My friends, that's what this Sunday is calling us to remind us to do, to snap out of that, that malaise, that depression, that sadness that's dragging us down and learn to rejoice and pray always, recognizing the incredible beauty of God, recognizing that God is not just some being in the sky that doesn't really care about you or I, but somebody who loves us so much that he would go so far as to become a little baby in a manger in Bethlehem, a podunk town in the middle of the Holy Land, which was not very heavily occupied. Population 100. At least that's what they told me whenever I went to visit. Guys, that's a miracle. And if we can stand and truly appreciate that, if we can really let that rest inside of our hearts, that holy smokes, God became a man. God dwelt among us. And not only that, God is continuing to dwell among us with the Holy Spirit, giving us grace upon grace upon grace, blessing upon blessing upon blessings. If we can really let that sink in. Then, the, then this command by St. Paul to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, and in all circumstances, give you thanks. That command becomes a joy, a delight, something that just makes sense. Of course, I'll rejoice always. God has given me so much. Of course, I'll pray without ceasing because God is giving 
without ceasing. And of course, in all circumstances, I will gladly give thanks because all circumstances are right exactly where God wants me to be. Guys, if we can let that sink in, that God is among us, blessing us not just from the sky, but right here in the skin, I truly believe that you and I will have a very, very Merry Christmas. God bless you.